We're delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering. From the Coalface with Martin Creamer. Well, it's that time on a Friday when Updated Noon presents another update from the Coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Sakina. So South Africa's first ever platinum coins, uh, the elephant bullion coins, uh, they've sold like hotcakes around the world. It's fantastic. COVID-19 has actually brought great demand for precious metal coins. And the gold and silver has been going. And we've never really had a local platinum coin. But we put the elephant into the market and it's sold out. If we could export more of them, we would actually be doing a lot of business at the moment. In fact, the world is short of platinum coins because besides the elephant, you know, the Canadians have got the maple leaf and the Austrians have got the philharmonic. And those are also virtually sold out in the U.S. and Japan particularly. So if we had had a lot more coins available, I think we would have sold them. But in the meantime, because of the shortage of platinum coins, the price has actually gone at a premium. So that has been a fantastic benefit. And, of course, every few months now we're going to launch other uh, coins, platinum coins. The lion is next, and then comes the rhino, and, you know, we'll have the big five in this series of coins, which will do a lot for platinum. It's going to start it off well. And the promoters of this are the same people who have promoted gold with the Kruger Rand, which is the biggest selling coin in the history of the world. Something like, uh, you know, 60 million pieces have been sold. So hopefully we can do more with platinum. And Martin, uh, we heard a report earlier that uh, 50 mine workers have tested positive, 20 mine workers who, of those who tested positive prevented from going underground. The big thing is you mustn't let these workers go underground. Now, we had that big scare at Marula Mine on the weekend, and it was all about proactivity. There was asymptomatic, that's the new word. People are not showing symptoms, so they come into work, and unless they are screened and they still don't show symptoms, but they are tested and they are found to be positive. And at the the mine that uh, we saw at Marula, you know, 19 people out of 280 tested positive. Not all of them were mine workers. Five of them were health workers. So the clinic had to be closed down. The mine had to be suspended. We've seen the same thing now with Harmony Gold at their Kelgold open cost. They're asymptomatic, but once they get beyond the screening and they tested, you find they found two positives. So again, they had to partially shut the mine. And this is what's happening. And the minister has acted very, very fast in getting to various of these sites. And he's brought the provincial governments together and the mines together. And he's emphasized the fact that people coming in from what they call epicenters, you know, one of them is the Eastern Cape, uh, they must be quarantined and then tested. But they mustn't go underground unless these tests have been done. Because once you start going underground, you know, the spread could be so fast, uh, it would be worrying. And also the transport, you know, down underground, going down in those skips, people have to be close and that's where they have to wear a lot of protective clothing and masks and also shields, as the, the law is now stating. And Martin, strict COVID-19 guidelines for South Africa's mines has now been reinforced in a Gazette notice that has been issued. Yes, we have the private sector coming along with their standard uh, operational procedures known as SOP. And now we've got the government coming along with its code of practice, COP. And so what has been interesting is that the virtually 99% 
of what was in the private sector SOP is now in the public sector COP. So there's a lot of overlap. There are just a few sections there that there could be some wording misinterpretations, and that's what the industry always fears because you know once you have these misinterpretations, a lot of things can happen that are in, uh, they haven't been premeditated. So the one that the, the clause section 8.3.1.1 is that uh, you know mines have to quarantine people, and sometimes there they are large numbers. And, uh, and then keep them for 14 days. And then they're just scared of sort of developing some sort of concentration camp type of operation there. And they still want the flexibility for these people to self-isolate and also be able to isolate uh, at home. So that is just a, a bit of a debate that's going on. But otherwise, 99% of what the private sector was doing, the public sector is now saying you have to do. And uh, there are criminal implications if you don't actually set this in motion. Uh, but not the criminal implications aren't about breaking any procedure. It's just about having it set in motion and implemented. If you don't do that, it's a criminal offence. Martin Kremer, thank you so much. Martin is a publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly, and he'll be back with another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday.